0: Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. This is Yusuf Umar with the podcast on the Top Islamic Network. I hope everybody's keeping fine and I hope that you're having an amazing day, alhamdulillah. Now, in the previous podcast, we discussed uh, some uh, hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that speaks about judging others or taking advantage of others, particularly the weak ones among us, those that are humble, those that will not say much. When we take advantage of them, there's a great chance they might be a friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is because in that hadith as we discussed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or rather Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions that Jannat will be full, paradise will be full with such people. That is the soft ones the ones that we will generally take advantage of the humble ones. I suggest that if you have time you go and listen to that podcast inshallah. Moving on, now this week what I decided from now inshallah for every podcast, I'm going to ask a question regarding Sahaba radhiyallahu anhum in the start of the podcast and then while you're listening to the podcast I want you to think about this question in the back of your mind and then I'll give the answer at the end of the podcast. So this week's question I want to ask is, there was a Sahabi in the time of Nabi Wasallam that was praised by the angels in the heavens. So much so that he was more famous in the heavens than he was on earth. Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, told Nabi Wasallam this. Now the question I ask you, actually it's two questions. Who is this Sahabi? Number one. And number two, why was he praised? We'll discuss the answer at the end of the podcast. This week, inshallah, I want to move on to another discussion. And this is inviting others towards good. What does the Quran mention about this? And what is the hadith? Regarding this, now Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala mentions in the Quran in Surah An Nahl, verse 125: "Audhu bil-hikma wal hasana." Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala mentions that, "O oh my servants, that when you invite towards my path, when you invite towards the Deen, then use hikma, bil-hikma wal hasana. Use wisdom and good counsel." We should never go and start shouting people. Yes, you don't read salah, you're going to jannam. You don't do this, you don't do that. You're going to jannam. What kind of a Muslim are you? This is not the attitude, brothers and sisters. Nabi Wasallam never invited towards Islam like this. Sabah never invited it towards Islam like this. Wisdom, subhanallah. In fact... Just yesterday, I was reading an incident of Abu Bakr radiallahu and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam. Abu Bakr radiallahu brought his father to the masjid to meet Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam. Now keep in mind at this time, the father of Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, he was elderly, number one. Number two, he was not a Muslim. So when they entered the masjid, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam seen this. He seen Abu Bakr radiallahu coming with his elderly father. What did Nabi sallallahu alayhi say? Look at the wisdom. I'm not speaking of an average layman like me and you. I'm speaking now of the leader of creation, the greatest leader creation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created. What did he say? He said, oh Abu Bakr, why did you not leave your father at home so I could go to your house and personally meet him? Subhanallah. Look at the humility, the respect and the wisdom of Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And this is a non-Muslim he's speaking about. That why did you not leave him at home? I wanted to go to your house and personally meet him. Now what was the effect of this? It's mentioned in, in that same gathering Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam placed his hand over the heart of that elderly man, Abu Bakr radiallahu Anhu's father, and he accepted Islam. He accepted Islam. What does this show? It shows that this is how deen will spread. It will spread with softness and it will spread with wisdom. So in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions these two qualities, hikmah and mo' Hasana. that is wisdom and good counsel. Now we can look at certain examples in our lives. Example, we might be at work, we might be in university, if we're in school, It might be in a class, there might be someone there that might be listening to music. Now, are we going to say, Astaghfirullah, how can you listen to music? Are we going to say, yes, the doors of jannah are open for you? Are we going to say, yeah, there's no hope for you? Should we say that? No. Why? Because saying that will take a person further away from Islam. We need to be soft, we need to be humble, we need to be an advisor, we need to be a teacher. So you say, okay, my brother or my sister, you know, music is not right for us. At the end of the day, we need to grow up, we need to understand, we need to be mature enough to understand that this is against the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is not what Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa ordered Simple, in that way. It depends on your relationship. Sometimes with strangers, you got to be a bit more careful. With your friends, maybe you can open up a bit more. If you have a very close friend, you can open up even more. But never should you take it to that level where you start insulting a person, where you write a person off. Never should we say, yes, there's no hope for you. You're going to Jahannam. There's many instances we find in the Hadith and in the stories of the Anbiya before Nabi wasallam where the worst became the best. If you look at Fudayl bin Ayadh Rahimullah. If you look at Bishar Hafi, Rahimullah. All these scholars, inshallah, I want to discuss their lives in future podcasts. Fudayl bin Ayadh was a thief. He became the greatest saint of his time. Bishar Hafi was an alcoholic. If you ever needed him, you'll find him in the bar. But eventually became the most pious person of his time. Let's move on then. Now in the hadiths of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Nabi Sallallahu Wasallam also gives us a virtue of inviting. So one, we know that we invite what wisdom and we invite what good counsel. We don't write people off. We be soft, and this is how Nabi Sallallahu Wasallam invited. Remember, there's a misconception, by the way. People say Islam spread what the sword. Islam did not spread what the sword. Islam did spread what character of Nabi Sallallahu Now the reward of inviting towards good. In one hadith, there's narrated. Later in Muslim Sharif Abu Huraira radiyallahu mentions anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam qaal verily the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said man daa'a ila huda kana lahu min al ajri mithlu ujuri man tabi'ahu la yanqusu dhalika min ujurihim shay'an Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said man daa'a ila huda that person who invites towards good kana lahu min al ajri for him will be or for, for her will be the same reward mithlu ujuri man tabi'ahu as the one who follows the advice there will be no deficiency in the reward so understand this hadith correctly let's take an example you have your friend there you inviting your friend to read salah so your friend you know he listens to you and or she listens to you and they go read salah because of them reading salah they're getting a hundred percent reward for that particular salah the question is what is your reward are you getting 10 percent are you getting 20 percent are you getting 50 percent no what does hadith mentions? This hadith mentions kan ajri ujuri, That you will get the exact same reward. So that person performing salah will get his or her 100% reward. You will get the exact same 100% reward. It will not be split 50-50. Nor will it be split 75-25. It will be 100 for him and 100 for you. 100 for her and 100 for you. This is the beauty of inviting towards the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now imagine you show good akhlaq, you show good character and your non muslim 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 friend is touched by your akhlaq and your non-Muslim friend then accepts Islam because of you. Whatever good deeds your friend will do after this, for the rest of his or her life, you will get the exact same reward, not a percentage. So your friend goes for hajj, even if it's five years later, you will get that exact reward of that person performing hajj. That person goes to read salah, that person fast, that person read the hajj, and you get the exact same reward. Isn't this the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Dear brothers and sisters, isn't this the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So remember, whenever we have an opportunity to invite towards good, and we don't have to be big saints. You know, many people, they say, you know, but we don't have the knowledge. We don't have the necessary skills to invite. Nobody is saying you must give a bayan. Nobody is saying you must host the entire conference and speak to thousands of people. We all have this opportunity. We all have this opportunity. You're entering the shop. You're entering the the train. There's an elderly person with you. Step back. Let the elderly person go ahead. This is a form of dawah, This is a form of inviting towards good. A person smiles at you of course from the same gender, male to male, female to female, not opposite. Smile back. This is a form of Dawah. Whatever good deed you can do, you do it. A person needs some help carrying a bag, carrying some luggage, help, this is a form of Dawa. A person in in college, university or school wants to borrow a pen or pencil, a sharpener, a ruler, a page, whatever it might be, borrow it and borrow it with a smile, this is a form of Dawa. You have no idea how much of an effect your small action can have. We regard it as insignificant, whether it be a smile or a helping hand, we have no idea. How far it can go and how many hearts it can touch. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq insha'Allah. Now this hadith I mentioned here is not complete yet. Like how we invite towards good and we'll get the reward for whatever good people do. The second portion of this hadith is inviting towards evil. That what if you instruct a person towards evil, what's going to happen then? We're going to discuss that inshallah in the next podcast that will be released in a few days time. So the two lessons we learned for today from the Quran, what we learn is when we're inviting people towards deen, towards good, then we use two qualities we use wisdom and we use good counsel we don't shout anyone and the second one from the hadith what we learn is regarding the reward when we invite whatever good deed those people will do because of our invitation we will get the exact same reward hundred percent exact same reward if they get 10 palaces in paradise we will get 10 pa- palaces in paradise if they get a luscious garden in paradise because of what we told them to do we will also get the luscious garden in paradise may Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq inshallah all right the question I asked in the start of the podcast I meant there was a Sahabi that was praised in the skies to such an extent that he was more famous in the heavens than he was on earth. He was almost like a celebrity in the heavens. The angels praised him so much. Who was he and why was he praised? Well let's go through the incident and now and like this you can find out the answer. Understand that Jibreel alayhi salatu was salam the angel every year he used to come down to Nabi sallallahu in the form of a human and he used to test Nabi sallallahu door. You ever went to a hif's class you see now the students read the Quran to the ustad. So Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, used to sit there like the Ustad And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to recite the Quran to him So on one occasion Nabi Sallallahu was reciting Jibreel Alayhi salatu wasalam, was listening And there was a Sahabi that walked past so Jibreel alayhi wasalam, he stopped Nabi sallallahu alayhi salam, and he said, Oh Muhammad, isn't that Abu Dhar? So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam, Allah's messenger, looked, he seen Abu Dhar and he told Jibreel, yes, that is Abu Dhar. But then he was confused because he realized that Jibreel alayhi wasalam, did not ever interact with any of the Sahaba. So how does he know who is Abu Dhar? So he asked Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, oh Jibreel, how do you know that is Abu Dhar? So Jibreel alayhi wasalam, said that, oh Muhammad, that man is praised in the heavens more than he is praised on earth. The entire day, the angels praise him he's a celebrity in the heaven subhanallah so the answer is abu dhar radiallahu an what's the reason for this the scholars mention because of his simplicity because he cut himself away from the material things of this world he loved such a simple life that the angels were awestruck and the angels couldn't help but praise him all the time may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us that quality and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to practice on what has been said time is up that's it for this edition of the podcast do remember please comment tell us what you think about the hashtag to use is hashtag top islamic podcast you just search top islamic network on all the networks and uh, follow us there as well leave a comment we would love to hear what you think about the podcast and also you tell us what you want to hear about and like this we can discuss it inshallah until next time assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh